Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning and welcome welcome to another Word of Truth Outreach Podcast. I'm your host today, Kent Lee, and my partner, my co-host, is uh, on a job mission today. She has had to go to Pinehurst to um, a CTE meeting, and she's not with me today, but nevertheless, you know, the, the race shall continue. We shall continue to do what we do, and I definitely wish she were here with me because she makes what I do easier by being here. But nevertheless, I still have to continue on. So we're just going to take a little bit of your time. If you give me 10 or 15 minutes, maybe 20, we'll be right on out of your way and allow you to enjoy your day. Today's message will be about pouring into mankind everything that's needed to stay stabilized in the calm of the storm and in the heat of the storm. In other words, um, it's about being equipped to go through the, ta- no, the calm time and even the harsh time, uh, allowing us to be built to allow anything or nothing to bother us from, you know, from what we're about to encounter. One thing that is true about surviving, surviving any type of storm is protecting yourself from it, be it wind storms, hurricanes, tornadoes, and spiritual storms. Each of these, you have to have some type of shelter protection. Let's talk about assembling. Okay, assembling means to fit together the separate component parts of a machine or other object, a factory that assembly parts for trucks. This means fitting all separate parts to make what it is that's not complete to be complete. Synonyms for it means um, like construct to build, to fabricate, manufacture, erect, set up, join up, fit together, put together, piece together, connect, join, unite, patch up, sew up. It's, as I said, completing something that's incomplete. Anything that's incomplete needs to be put together with all parts. That's missing the complete, the assembly. So it takes every part that is meant for the structure in order for it can be fully assembled. I have learned in my life that if there is ever anything I don't understand, there is an explanation somewhere that can help me better to understand what I'm not understanding now. Case in point, buying a simple desk for the home. Most household things that you buy today will need to be assembled. A floor fan or a ceiling fan or a desk, a table, a lamp. Don't matter what it is. If you buy in the store or online from Amazon, eBay, Costco, Walmart, no matter which, you will have to assemble it. A table with three legs isn't fully assembled. The fourth leg attached make it fully assembled. Teaching our kids only how to love, don't, to complete them. Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says this. 22 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Love means deeply committed and connected. God was committed to us to send his greatest gift of love, Jesus. So who and what are you committed to? Come on here, somebody. Joy is a feeling of a great pleasure and happiness. The Bible said, counting all joy when we go through different temptations. Going through lets us know that we are registered with Satan as a threat. So he's out to change that. So stay happy no matter what comes. 
I like the fact that I'm racist with the enemy. He sees me as a threat. So he's going to always try to come at me. And, and, and when you're going through and when you try, that lets you know that you're on track, that he's trying to knock you off your pedestal in order to keep you from being effective to others. Number three is peace. Peace means freedom from disturbance. It's a state or a period when there is no war going on. Peace allows us to go through, be tested, be tried, but never see in the battle. This fruits lets us count anything and everything that we are facing to be over before it starts. Come on here, somebody. Now, who, who don't want the spirit of peace this morning? And, and I'm not talking about fake peace. You're all right until something come. Then you tore all the pieces. But I'm talking about the kind of peace that allow you not even to see the trouble. Just know it's over before it starts. For long-suffering. Long-suffering means having or showing patience in spite of trouble, especially when it's caused by other things or people. In other words, don't let nothing get you out of your peace zone. Come on here, somebody. Number five is gentleness. The quality of being kind, tender, or mild-mannered. Not ready to blow up most time over nothing. So um, gentleness will allow you to be mild-mannered and not to blow over, blow up over nothing. It's, it, ain't all, it, it ain't at the end of the world. Six, goodness. Goodness is the quality of being more, morally good or virtuous. But being good for your own sake don't register with the Lord. Goodness is intended to be towards others. So just being good to yourself don't even mount up to a hill of beans. Your goodness is to be towards other people, those that hate you. 23, meekness. Meekness is an attitude or a quality of heart whereby you are willing to accept and submit without resistance to the will and desire of of someone else. Moses was known as the meekest man ever. No matter how many times the children of Israel would complain and do wrong in the wilderness, Moses would always blame himself for their actions. Amen. Now that's me. Temperance is an emotional restraint, self-control. This is putting your emotions and attitude on lockdown. Galatians says again, such there is no law. So teaching our kids and others the fruits will cause them to stand the test of time and just plain stand with your lawn girded. Come on here, somebody. This gives our kids and whomever we build the ability to survive anything the enemy tried to use to bring us or, or to bring us down with or expose us as not being fit for godly battle. Paul said it like this in 1 Corinthians 3. Verses 10 through 15, according to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another one built it their own. But let every man take heed how he built it thereupon. Paul is giving us a little warning here because sometimes we can do as the Bible says, we can be right in our own sight. But nevertheless, it may not be building according to how God expects us to do. Because when it comes down to our children, y'all know how we are with our kids. So Paul's saying, be careful how you build upon it. Amen. Verse 11 said, for other foundations can no man lay that that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. 
Verse 12 says, For if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made. Listen at this now. This is the key scripture right here. This will let you know if you'll be observant to what you've done. This will let you know exactly the outcome of what you did or did you do enough. Verse 13 says, Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it. Because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Come on here, somebody. So make sure when you're building, when you're assembling, that you are doing the best you know how according to the word of God. Amen. So what we do to pour into others as well as our kids will be made known for all to see. Not to take anything from anybody, but we will always Get out of it what we put in it. So sparingly, you'll reach sparingly. Come on here, somebody. So if we are willing to cut corners in edifying, just don't be surprised when the outcome isn't like we hoped it would be. And that is including ourselves. We will also get out of us what we make time to put in us. Come on here, somebody. Don't expect to be great if you are not soul-sacrificing. Enough time to build. Remember this, no building structure or no one is complete until fully assembled. The missing parts have to be added. Verse 14 says, if any man work abided which he have built upon, he shall receive a reward. Verse 15 says, and if any man work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. For he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. So learning a season to plant or to fully assemble is needed for completions. The days of things being fully assembled when you buy them is a thing of the past. And now y'all know what I'm talking about here. Uh, just like our kids, if we think they are ready to handle what the world has to throw at them without being fully assembled, we are sadly mistaken. Even we as adults, if we think we can win the fight against Satan, Without being assembled by the hand of God and the Holy Ghost, we are sadly mistaken as well. If we know that we aren't or where we need to be spiritually ourselves, how can we think that we can lead anyone else to be complete? Luke 6, 39 and 40 says it like this. Verse 39 says, and, and he spake a parable unto them, can the blind lead the blind? Shall they not both fall in the ditch? In other words, how can you teach someone else the right way to be when you're not the right way? You can't teach someone to do something. It's, it's, it's well beyond what we say. We got this little thing we say, don't do as, as, as uh, you see, but do as I say. Come on here, somebody. It ain't a matter of that. It's, it's a matter of you being that, that example, that good example, and, and governing yourselves according to how you're teaching someone. Verse 40 said, disciple is not above his master, but everyone that is perfect, get this now, shall be as his master. So we have to be perfect to assemble perfection. So if, if you want somebody to be all of that in a bag of potato chips, that's what you got to be. You got to be a bag, all of that in a bag of potato chips and teach them everything that's in you. But the good news about your desk is this, though. The fact that we were saying assembling instructions to help make the purchase end up like you want it. Come on here, somebody. So... No need to fret. If you can't figure out how to put it together, there's some instruction in there just to show you.
Most of us will always see something that we need around the home and then we'll buy it. But never thinking that we have to put it together. I've done that so many times. Uh, Barbara Lee has always came up to me with things that she purchased, desks and tables and all this kind of stuff. And then come to me like that I went to the university or put it together. And how in the world, Barbara, I supposed to know how to do this and, and I never done this. But for some some reason, she always expect me to know how to do it. So what I do, I'll start out. I'll say, well, it can't be that hard. I'll start out doing it without looking at the instruction, Lord, and I'll be sitting there uh, puzzled, and it just take me longer than it should have. Then all of a sudden, I, I get the common sense to just get the instruction out and look at them. So then when I get them out, it makes it a little better in order to get it get it up. Most of most of us, as I say, we always always see something that we want and we abide and 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 and, and don't really know that we got to put it together. But through it all, I guess what I'm trying to say is, if we ever encounter anything that needs know how, the instructions are nearby somewhere. Never trying to attempt to put something together that we have no experience with without directions. Come on here, somebody. That means not trying to put somebody together in a spiritual manner without being spiritual yourself. Trying to lead them down the word path without having the word yourself. See, never try to build anything with not, without experience, without instructions. Come on here, somebody. One thing is for sure, we will all encounter something that needs an escape way out from it. None of us are professionals enough to assemble things that we know nothing about. But we do have the opportunity to make it what we want it to be, uh, the finished product with the assembling instructions. Come on here, somebody. So uh, uh, just read the instructions. In other words, most marriage couples have kids, and they hope and their accomplishments for their kids are high. Most will attempt to raise them their own way. After the Bible reminds us that we should train them in the way they should go. Proverbs 22 and 6. Sometimes we will compromise with our kids because of the much love that we have for them. This love for them will make us cut corners just to make our children happy. Before our kids are ready for what this world can throw at them, your kids and my kids will need to be fully assembled. We can't send them out there half-cocked because there's some things out there they never have encountered that we have encountered that we may not even come through all right. But now that we're older, we see the mistakes that we made through that. So make sure that they are fully assembled before we send them out there and expect them to be a certain way. There is never any other way to build something or to put something together without the instructions and blueprints. Building or putting something together without instruction will lead to an unfinished project that ends up looking nothing like it's supposed to. Come on here, somebody. There is a place for every nut in every boat. Not connecting the right pieces with the right nut and boats will not make the finished product like you pictured it uh, to be when you purchased it. Come on here, somebody. Just looking at that picture. It'll never be like that picture in that box if you don't use the pieces. As I said earlier, we all want our kids to stand out above anyone else's kids. Get the best education, the best jobs, best life after college, just to be the perfect God-fearing family. But we forgot the key instructions to make all this a reality. Again, it's Proverbs 22 and 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. I am almost finished. Just give me a few more minutes and I'm almost finished. 
But let's look at one of the most read, most thought about texts of scriptures in the Bible. And, and it's Ecclesiastes, the third chapter, verses one through eight. Verse one says to everything, there is a season and a time to uh, time to every purpose under the under the heavens. So how can we apply for everything? There is a season to everyday life. When we wake up, we can trust that whatever season we are in is not by accident, nor will God allow the day to end without bringing out his purpose and drawing us closer to him. Every season has a purpose in leading us into a closer, deeper relationship with him and creating us opportunities to birth unshakable faith. Verse 2 says, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silent and a time to speak. And verse 8 says, a time to love and a time to hate, a time to war in a time of peace. Verse 2 says this, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. We will open up the latter part of verse 2, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. Now we are talking about assembling something. So we can look at this portion of verse 2 in two different ways. One being planted to give life and plucked up to end our earthly life to be called up to meet him. That's one way we can look at it. And another way could be planted survival skills, teaching how to overcome as a youth to stay safe and protected and plucking up, meaning the time has come to grow up and to prove to the enemy that you can stand the test of time, be tried, be tested, go through and come out according to how you were assembled, assembled to stand. Amen. We have no control over what we uh, when we are born and little or no control over when we die. We have little or no control over when we have to plant things. We must do it accordingly to the seasons that God will allow. We have to pick that which we have planted unless we want to lose it. When it's time to plant, put all the good you have been taught into your kids, your loved ones, your family members. Whosoever you have the opportunity to stand before, make sure that you put your best into them because there will come a time when what you planted will be ready to harvest or ready for harvest to be plucked up. If we don't put all of the goodness in them, the enemy will plant the wrong friends, the wrong co-workers, the wrong classmates in the lives of our peoples and kids to lead them down the road of destructions. We have to do a better job at telling our kids what lies ahead waiting for them, what to expect ahead, and how the enemy wants to set them up to fail. Our kids do not know what to expect. What you don't put into them, someone else will, and it might not be what they need. 
So when it comes to planting, make sure we assembled with the missing components that will complete for the time of day of plucking up. Amen. Oh, my God. Assembling. Make sure when you assemble someone to be prepared for the kingdom of God. Make sure when you assemble someone to be a productive citizen, put the best in them. Put everything that you ta was taught into them according to the word that they might be ready for the day of plucking. Amen. Oh, my God. We thank God for this word this morning. It's, it's, it was short and sweet, but it was right down to the point. And we hope and pray that we said something that would allow you to move closer and closer to, to being all that you need to be and raising all that you need to raise and edifying all that you need to be edified. We thank God for the word. In my uh, absence of my co-host, I am Kent Lee. I'm truly thankful to be in the midst of you by way of word. We are so grateful, thinking that he chose me for such a time as this to bring a word forth in times like these. Again, thank you for listening to the Word of Truth Outreach Podcast with your host, Kent Lee. And we are thankful and we're out. Be blessed.